It has been a tough couple of years in the nonprofit world. There's been the loss and the fear from COVID and deep societal scars exposed with racial reckoning and political polarization. And our climate's a mess, which makes everyone anxious. And our nonprofit workforce has shrunk while the demands have increased. It is hard to run a nonprofit agency in 2023. And as a woman executive director, you feel an enormous responsibility for your staff's emotional well-being. The goal of today's episode is to help you feel less alone as you thread that needle between being responsive to your staff needs while making sure the work gets done. You can read the full transcript at relishyourrole.com 13. You're listening to Relish Your Role Podcast, a free resource for women nonprofit EDs created by me, Dr. Nancy Fournier. After many years of running a nonprofit and consulting, I realized effective leadership is directly tied to the health of the ED's various work relationships. And that's why this podcast will focus on how women nonprofit leaders can gain mastery to manage up, down, and across their agencies for maximum impact. It's time to find your authentic voice and lead with confidence. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. rough couple of years for everyone. And to my mind, one has to go back to the late 1960s to think of a time when societal issues have had such a strong daily presence around the kitchen table and in the staff break room. Everyone's been impacted by two years of dealing with COVID, regardless of how their state responded to the pandemic. And the aftermath of the George Floyd killing reverberated in every community. And harsh public dialogue along partisan lines have made even the casual interactions in the grocery checkout lines fraught. Those nonprofits working with vulnerable populations, they confront the impact of where we find ourselves as a society on a daily basis. And all of this has taken its toll on the individual psyche, and these issues find their way into the workplace. Staff experiencing loss and grief and anger and a sense of disconnection and isolation. There's no way this does not impact your work culture. Women leaders are known to be more empathetic than their male counterparts, and being attuned to the emotional well-being of their staff, it's a double-edged sword. It's an instinctual response to acknowledge the pain your staff is carrying and to shift the agency culture to be responsive. You may have had some staff questioning the exercise of hierarchical power and as it finds its expression in your agency. And in response, perhaps you're adopting a more collaborative form of decision-making, fostering inclusion and empowerment among your staff. Or maybe you've instituted trauma-informed approaches with your staff as well as your clients. Maybe, like others, you've started intentional circles to examine the impact of systemic racism, both in the community and in the work of your agency. Reassessing remote work policies and enacting more flexible leave policies may have been adopted in response to your staff needs. But there's a cost to these adaptations. As the executive director beholden not only to your staff, but to your funders and your clients and your constituents, it's hard to find that balance. The expectation to continue to produce the work has not lessened, and a thoughtful executive director must continually be balancing the organizational needs versus the individual needs as it relates to your supporting your staff's well-being. 
It is one salient example on how no one truly understands all the contravailing pressures you are under as the executive director. And there is no standard sweet spot in balancing the needs of the individual with that of the organization. The appropriate response is as individual as the agency and the people who work there. I want to encourage you not to carry the burden on your own. Finding the appropriate balance is easier when you can learn from the thoughts and experiences of others. Carve out time for yourself to read about the experiences of other nonprofits, the National Council on Nonprofits and the Forbes Coaching Council has useful articles on the topic. And try to have candid conversations with other executive directors in your community. Pick their brain on how they found a balance and what works for them. Find solace in the fact that no one has figured it out. It's a work in progress. But you need to talk to others about it. It's a valid concern to worry if you have not found the appropriate balance between the needs of your agency and the needs of your staff. And the decisions you make will likely disappoint some. Remember, none of your choices that you make are permanent. Give yourself permission to test things out. Allow yourself the option to shift things and to shift the balance as conditions change. But more importantly, find yourself a thought partner, someone you trust and can talk to, to help you try to find a balance that's responsive to the needs and your expectations, all those things that you juggle on a daily basis. If you think a 90-minute strategy session with me can be of help, I encourage you to reach out at relishyourroll.com. But I know you can do it, and I am here to help. Thanks for listening today. I know the job you have is hard and appreciate the work you do every day. I help women nonprofit EDs manage their work relationships and lead with their authentic voice. Learn more about me and my services at relishyourroll.com. And if you're getting value from this podcast, please share it with other nonprofit leaders. The more support we receive, the greater our impact. Till next time.